listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Um, I'm once again here. I am angry, and I have lots of things to say about man Well, that's right. Uh, for those of you tuning in, we've watched a terrible movie who couldn't even get any re- release until Sci-Fi Channel picked it up <laughs> to put on this stinker of a film. Probably the most embarrassing movie Marvel's made since Howard the Duck. Which means whoa, only whoa, whoa, whoa. one thing, Ben. When a movie's what? this bad. Oh, who, who do we call? Who do, who we, do we turn to upon? to make him question his friendships? What hero do we pull uh, out of his happy day-to-day life and sour it with some absolute sinful representation of celluloid film? Who is that man? There's only one man who can tolerate such garbage. And that's our buddy, Mike Hayes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, your number one favorite B-movie maniac, Michael Hayes. Oh, shit. His intro is better than mine. But I like that he has a radio voice now. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, you know. Can you the, give us the weather? In Chicago, it's fuck cold, and in <laughs> Rochester, New York, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the snappy, snappy slams I expect from my favorite radio DJ. <laughs> shit what's up next the worst part though is he's a radio dj in rochester (laughs) yes i hate my life (laughs) oh god so if you um did not listen to our manisode uh you would have missed out on the fact (laughs) what what am i getting into um yeah the minisode titles have gotten progressively worse i just try to work the name of the movie into the word minisode and sometimes i just don't try (laughs) Um, but we're talking about the 2005, yes, that's right, after Spider-Man and after X-Men, a swap, a Marvel, officially licensed Marvel swap, a Man-Thing movie, I'm gonna do that a lot, Man-Thing movie came out. Well, I think the directors uh, it, did that a lot, because this guy looks nothing like Man-Thing, he looks exactly like Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. From the director of Virtuosity and Lawnmower Man. Wait, is that who, this, this guy did Virtuosity? Yes, he did. Oh my god. It, ma- it makes sense. Yeah, exactly ten years prior to this film. He, he released the uh, hit Denzel Washington film, Virtuosity. Virtuosity's fucking dope. <laughs> yes, it is. Now here's the question. And- Are you guys being serious? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> no, genuine. Virtuosity's great. I mean, it's if you like Demolition Man, you'll like Virtuosity. I don't think that's true. Yeah, 100%. It's so good. Delicious uh, Man to... is one of my favorite shitty movies. Mm-hmm. But just to fill you in, he also went on to do a couple Peter Gabriel videos oh. and the straight-to-TV movie Highlander the Source. Mm-hmm. Not the origin. No, not the origin. He did, like, the shitty sequel to the movie that ruined the Highlander movie theaters. <laughs> like, the, well, they were like, remember when we ruined him so we could never do another movie, like a theatrical movie? The Phantom Menace of the Highlander series. I, I would argue the second Highlander movie ruined the Highlander franchise. Oh, yeah. I would true. agree with you. That's a real shit fest. Isn't that where they established that the Highlanders are aliens? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I then mean, they cut out most makes... of them being aliens from the actual cut that was released in theaters. So yeah, the movie makes yeah. Dick all weird sense. cuts. Yeah, yeah. I would argue if the, if you could actually keep that weird alien mythos, it would be better. Only on the bonkers scale, but still, you know. Yeah, it is so, definitely a terrible film. Speaking of uh, production nightmares that barely got released, we're going to cover Man Thing tonight, uh, which, as Pogues indicated in the uh, our opening set, our opening little intro here, 
that, um, yeah, this was not officially released as expected. It had a release date, and it had all the usual trappings of a Marvel movie at one point. <laughs> and as audiences, and I don't, this is on Wikipedia, I don't know where it's the source from, as people left the test screening... Of Man Thing, which surprised me because this was a bad movie, but certainly yes, not. The, the important thing the is not worst the movie we've they seen. literally got up and walked out of the test screening. Keep in yeah. mind when you see a test screening, you did not pay to see the movie, and True. sometimes you were paid to watch the movie <laughs> and give your yeah. opinions. People felt so bad about seeing a free movie they left. There is, of course, the possibility that, that the cut they saw was not what we saw. It could have been even more insufferable. If it was just like 40 more minutes of people slowly yeah. walking through a fake swamp. Yelling, Daryl! Yeah. Daryl! And more like more shit jokes that went nowhere. Yeah, a lot, a lot of poop jokes and a very, very early sex scene. Um, uh, which, uh, which is, a uh, sex scene at all in a Marvel movie is insane, but before we get to that. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. I watched this over two nights. But, uh... <laughs> you couldn't! I, I it once. 30 minutes in i was like how much is left of this movie i was like oh fuck you and i went to bed <laughs> oh just God. like those test screening people who just like oh. rolled out of the floor of that theater and were just like fuck oh. you i'll go to bed it's like there's no way there's that much left bullshit amazon slider bar <laughs> um but this movie never made it to an official release it was supposed to come out and like hollow it had like a one of those like cool halloween dates when they release a movie on like halloween mm-hmm. as if it's gonna draw a crowd uh, they aimed for Halloween 2005 or 2004, then they abandoned it and they released it on the next year's schedule on sci-fi original only, <laughs> where you can pretend that it was campy on purpose and maybe try and get away with it. One of the other great things is this movie, like, I've seen a lot of sci-fi originals. They're all terrible. I've bought them on DVD. 90% of them you can tell were filmed knowing they were going to be on TV. This film was not filmed. They say the F word like awkwardly and so many times. And as Ben pointed out, just straight up nudity in the very beginning of the movie, which was very unappealing and jarring. Well, see, I think the issue is that you go into this movie thinking it's a comic book movie, but it is not a comic book movie. It's a horror film. And yes, so... but a horror film without the horror. Yeah, well, there were some jump scares and whatever. There was a little creepy. Um... I'd say, but, yeah. as, but as the CEO of Marvel said in response to seeing an early screening, and this is a quote I use in the man he said that I'm going to share here as well. Um, I look at the horror genre and I think, shit, I cannot believe this. We've learned our lesson. <laughs> <laughs> as me and Ben pointed out, he doesn't look at the movie and feel like he learns a lesson. He looks at a whole genre of cinema <laughs> and is like, we learned. So I just feel like he's like, never, never again will we attempt a horror film in the Marvel universe. But you are right. This has had a bunch of the trappings of a classic horror B movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. It has uh, I mean, Monster Cam. Yeah, so, yeah, Monster a Monster a Cam, point. which is confusing because it you there's a bunch of shots in the movie that are similar. Like there's a lot. There's these like transitions that are quick cuts, as if like The Office, where it cuts to like a fax machine happening real slowly. Yeah, took crystal meth and was in a swamp. Like it just cuts to a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, it and, looks like a video you would show somebody like to brainwash them to become like a Nazi hitman yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like they just clipped a Nine Inch Nails video and just interspliced it between. It does every look 10 like Closer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks it, like it, the music video for Closer. It's oh my, yeah, and it it's something that could be effective, but to make you like more tense or whatever. Right. But the fact that it happened every like five minutes, just like yeah, it was unaffected. 
in between like scenes of just people having regular conversations like not even about yeah. this the man yeah, thing yeah, like yeah. he was at a diner and they did that cut when he left the diner i was like but no one was what is happening it, and it, it doesn't set up an establishing shot of like boom we were in the diner we went here we went here now we're at this place it's just completely random shit it was definitely done after like uh we haven't done one of these in about 10 minutes can we just jam it in here in the diner scene yeah i quick? feel like they got the movie and it was like an hour and seven minutes and they're like ah uh, fuck yeah. We need to add 10 minutes worth of weird uh, interstitials. Do we have any gooey swamp B-roll that we can throw in here? I got you, buddy. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. Uh, no, but that's what they used. The, 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 the monster vision looked like that, but they put a tint over it. Which is confusing. So it was very confusing at first. I literally looked at Ben and went, it, wait, is that, wait, is yeah. that the, what? <laughs> and then we have the, uh, we have the promiscuous teens in the intro. Yeah. Classic, classic movie, movie that you see some boobs at the beginning, yeah. never again throughout the rest of the film. Classic. <laughs> the, Horror Did film you notice setup. that the beginning is straight up just the beginning to Jaws? The whole, the whole movie, movie is Jaws. Jaws. We all had a Jaws the thing. The whole thing is Jaws. <laughs> because yeah, but I mean, like the beginning of the movie is like almost a one for one until the fact it's a jungle. Two people are at a big party where everybody's smoking and drinking. They get up and they run off. The guy is afraid, but instead of falling asleep, they go straight to fucking, which is yeah. weird. Also, I have a note that's just like I did not expect them to have like breast that soon into the movie. It's jarring. But but yeah, it's also very like uncomfortable. It's a Marvel it movie. Like it's it doesn't happen really. But the yeah. part that got me before that was when she takes her shirt off, and I'm like, oh my god, there's boobs. And then the guy's just like, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> That's so... like the most absurd southern accent when he says well, it. Well, and I was please, like, oh, folks, please reserve an hour of this podcast for us to just talk about the fucking accents in this movie. We can't get down that road quite yet because they are a masterpiece of failure. Ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Every single accent is distinctly different. And as Mike kept pointing out, the main characters is directly an Australian accent. This was filmed in Australia entirely. So Yeah, and uh, pretty much almost every actor is actually Australian, and they're all supposed to be from the deep south of the United States. <laughs> some of them pull it off. Uh, uh, some of them do okay. Some of them do fine. Others are, yeah. like Because I think what happens is, uh, foreigner, like uh, foreign actors who, who aren't American-born, when they do American accents, it's kind of like they go just to one thing, which is the Texan, because that's the easy one you can just drop right into. Like, and they don't go to like Bayou South, which is different mm. than like Kentucky South. It's which got is a lot different. of dip thong. Yeah, those are all different, and that's hard for someone but a well-paid actor to do. Mm. And I don't think anyone here is paid more than about nine dollars. Like net yeah i'm not sure any of them were actually actors <laughs> like i just think they found random people in australia and like hey you want to make okay. 40 bucks some of them were enjoyable the the brothers the stupid oh the hick brothers the hick bros were fantastic uh they were genuinely gross they had they had pretty good accents they were like really creepy they yeah. had they had some a lot of affectations to their persona they had something going on way more than the protagonist whose name i have forgotten michael i think no, uh, to be honest no. with you, I don't remember the name of any character in this I movie. I know. William. I just watched it. I finished watching it 20 minutes ago. This movie introduces you to about like 15 people too, thinking that you're going to get wrapped up in this like southern oil baron drama that <laughs> is supposed to be like the lead in to the man thing. But I, I kept pausing this movie when we were watching it. I'm like, Mike, we're an hour in and there have been no shots of a man thing. We're still learning about who they think might have sabotaged the land that this oil rig's on. I don't care. 
Yeah, I mean, it was insane. Like, the, they don't actually show the man thing until, like, 50 minutes into the movie. Hold, hold on. Uh, real quick, I just, I just realized something. Michael inter- uh, introduced to me when we started this movie that he is wholly unaware of the man thing as a comic book concept. Like, mm-hmm. I, and that's not surprising. He is not certainly one of Marvel's most prominent characters. He is pretty much relegated to being on teams, mostly, I've noticed, in the, especially in recent years. But, um, Mike, if you were to use this movie as your basis for what the man thing is, now I did obviously blabber a bit about the, the comic, what do you think the man thing comic would be about? Using this movie? Using this movie. Um, uh, there was an un- uh, there was a murder yeah. that happened. Uh, an oil company executive uh, murdered someone who maybe an environmentalist who didn't want it to happen, uh, and then buried him under an oil rig. Then lightning struck it, and then created a Cthulhu type monster, sure. which then uh, you know rain range rove. That's not the right word, but like whatever lived in the swamp and then killed anyone that entered the swamp, uh, hoping that someday it could enact revenge. And when it when it does, then it's all over. So, so what if I told you that Man Thing was a comic that has run for for many decades? No, it's one thing. It's like a one storyline. Because what do you think, like Man Thing number one hundred and four is about? I'd say that the comic book is almost as slow as the movie. <laughs> yeah, the the first, comic like, is. The are you not- familiar with Swamp Thing, Mike? Which I think you were on our Swamp Thing episode, weren't you? No, no I wish no, I was because I I have fond memories of the USA show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good show. Uh, we should have him on for a pilot project for that show. Deal. Um, do you know the origin of Swamp Thing? Uh, he he fell. He was a school janitor and fell into a bunch of toxic wastes. I think that's um, oh, Toxic Avenger. That's Toxic mind. Avenger. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the Swamp Thing and Man Thing. We found out are the exact same character. Basically, yeah. they're wow. both a scientist doing something who falls in some chemicals in the. Swamp and becomes a monster. That's not what but then they eventually the made Swamp That's, Thing like a god. Yeah. And as I explained to them during our points in the movie, Man Thing, like Swamp Thing, is you know aggressive and sometimes violent uh, and a bit of a of a of sort of a neutral character, um, but but is technically a hero and is often on here superhero teams and can teleport and is intelligent although i don't does he ever like does he talk is he known for talking i don't know if he's i'll be honest with you i've only ever seen him in like two comics and i don't recall him talking i think depending on the writer uh, he he varies from having Hmm. the ability to talk or and even if he does it's minimal but he's just sort of like uh quiet like uh quiet brute but but very like uh not like hulk like he's very like like smart he's still kind of smart well he was a Um, scientist yeah he was a scientist um, so that is not what we got in this movie in case... No, he's legit straight up the bad guy. Yeah, well, he's a restless soul. Yeah. like He's I think literally he... killing people who have nothing to do with anything. Those two people were just boning in the swamp as yeah. somebody who wants to get every STD does. And that and that aboriginal guy who was they made to be a southern Indian was just coming to, like, worship him or, like... Yeah, and he was like, oh, kill me, and you could leave. And he killed him. He was like, no, I'm going to keep killing people. I'm yeah. like, why did you kill that Indian then? Like, well, he racist? Could, he couldn't control it. Because he was, he was, he was a, 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 a restless soul yeah. that had been brought back to life, though not in the, like a, a spiritual form, but in the literal like monster form. Yeah. And he had no control until... Cause it, but they the, keep implying that he's like a guardian spirit. Well, like yeah, the, but guy, the Native American guy keeps saying, like, oh, he's our most powerful guardian. And the guy who's dead was a Native American. 
Yeah, and they they make it sound like it's a real old story too, when it's not. It's from like yeah, it happened like a, a few week years ago. before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it happened like six, seven weeks before. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And like he's killed like forty people in that time. <laughs> yeah, hey, he's on a roll. He's really on a roll. But yeah, because why are think... all these people going to this fucking swamp? To <laughs> yeah. fuck no, in yeah. news, apparently. Literally, I'm telling Ben, I'm like. You fix this movie, just stay out of that swamp. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to go into the swamp. Problem solved. Why are you going in there to begin with? It's no a one's, swamp. No one's got stuff in there. No. no yeah, there's don't. a reason that land was still the Native Americans, because even the government was like, meh. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the only people that would go in there would be like the the, the hick guys who were going to go like get gator heads. And then if they died, you'd be like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you just assume it was a meth overdose in the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> Classic swamp meth death. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the leading cause of deaths in the swamp. Uh, so, now that you've got a picture of this version of Man-Thing that is, as we pointed out, a vicious, unthinking, uh, wanton revenge creature, mm-hmm. uh, then we head to, who is, since the Man-Thing is not the hero of this movie, like every other superhero movie we've ever seen. Like, imagine if Blade... Was opened with like vampires being like, "Oh, I want to go to that club," but man, that my friend Tony went and like he got stabbed in the heart with a sword and died. Like that Blade guy's out there. And then different if it was like priests were going to like a seminary and he was because these are just like ordinary people. They they aren't even doing anything wrong. He's killing no one who's actually drilling for oil. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. So so vegetarian vampires just like I'm gonna go to this club. Yeah, and then, and then the blade just is like shows up and murders them, and he's like and then hunting kills two them. pedestrians <laughs> yeah. on his way out. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But so we're, since the man thing is not the hero of this movie, we're introduced to like we should call this a dynamic, thrilling uh, hero, uh, full of levels and and I think the complexity. only thing he was full of was fucking quaaludes because he's like as laid back as a person <laughs> can be, but but also like so adamant about this case, like. Basically, just adamant about getting himself killed day one. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's literally the sheriff for like forty five minutes. He's like, I got to go into the swamp at night. This is like, yeah. well, his maybe de- investigate the crime. So his deputy is like, gives this actually pretty good speech at some point when they're in the swamp at night. He's like, I want to just handcuff myself to bed because I don't want to go to work because I'm scared I'm going to die and all this shit. And you're just like, yeah, you make sense, sir. I actually also like that guy a lot because. He was one of the people I think who had a pretty decent uh, Southern accent. Mm. One that I, I didn't think was as perilous as some of the other ones, especially the main characters. God. Who's, was he did have the, the worst, the, the best bunch. lines in which the line movie, which is when they first introduce him, he's on the phone and he says, "Yeah, look, I don't know where your kid is. I don't know what you want me to do about it." It's like you're the <laughs> you're the police. She's filing a missing persons case. Her son is missing. You're supposed to investigate that. Like, yeah, like I wrote down, I was like. Is this guy just some dude in the police station? Like, why ma'am. is he refusing to help this woman? Ma'am, get off my dick. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know where your stupid son is. I'm taking a swamp boat ride. I'm busy. Maybe maybe, maybe her son died like five years back and she just always no. calls like once a week. It's the, it's the guy who died on the boat. It's, and she's just... It's the boat fucker. Yeah, she... Yeah, yeah she, the boat Oh, that's who she's talking about. Yes! She's calling about a person who's been missing for like 24 hours and is murdered. Hold on. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for his name in here. I really hope he's... I'm really hoping he's, he's boat fucker. You know? <laughs> I mean, what else would you call him? He, uh, he, might, he might have been uh, like tit holy shitter or something like that. No, he's just... 
Oops, I think he's just schoolboy. That's disappointing. Oh, well, schoolboy's the boy who's pounding on the ground, probably. Oh, yeah, probably. He's no, no, no. I don't even. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> no, but this guy worked for shit. Wait, wait, can we talk about the name of the company? Oh, please do. And yeah. and the logo, please. Um, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if you thought the same thing I did about the logo. Yeah, I think we all did. Well, uh, but go ahead, go ahead. Well, the the company's name was what was it? That's shit. Schist. 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 Schist, and the logo looked like a swastika. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. We all thought this. I was like. When they first showed it, I was like, uh, are these Nazis drilling for what? Which, which, if the movie was decent, well, the movie, if the movie was good, I would find that to be, like, a very clever, like, little parlance of, of, of themes. Like, I would think it would be a pretty, really fun little dig. Because, yeah, it's not, like, dead on. It's, like, a red logo with a white circle, and then in the white circle, it's two cross pickaxes, I think. They're yeah. they're like the oil uh, oil. Yeah. Pumps. Oh, it's the oil oil yeah, pumps. The, yeah. But they have like the little like they have a little like uh like hitch at the end. So well, it's the the end of the. Pump. Yeah, but yeah. that makes it resemble oh, yes. closer to the the, the Nazi. Yeah, it's basically logo. half of a swastika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's just like if you cut off the two ends of one part of the swastika, and like you said when they did that, I was like, oh, is this going to be like? Because I'm like, it's in the deep south. I'm like, is it going to turn out that these guys are they like going to set up there like neo Nazis or something? I'm like, which wouldn't be that particularly interesting, but like. Is there something going on that's interesting about this? Are they like, you know, you're going to set up that they're actually like trying to kill all the people on the reservation so they can take the land or something? No, they're just rednecks, which I guess could make them neo-Nazis. <laughs> but I, you're right. They just, it's so odd that that's the direction they went. And then the guys are just like sort of dirtbags. And then like in the last 15 minutes, it's revealed they just keep murdering everyone. <laughs> yeah, you don't find that out until later. <laughs> Yeah, they just seem like pieces of shit as human beings, but you don't think they're, like, straight-up actual murderers. Yeah. Well, you you find out that just about everyone is a bad guy in this movie. Um, even, like, the... Mis- or insane. Yeah, well, even the mysterious guy that was, like, living in the swamp, uh, uh, oh Rene, he, he turns out to be a fucking terrorist in the end. Like, you thought he was supposed to be, like, some guy that's going to help everything, but he's going to blow up an entire oil rig, which is... I'm sorry, I don't care what the oil rig did. That's going to ruin the swamp. That's going to defeat the entire purpose of saving your land. Yeah. yeah also in Flooding real it life, with oil is yeah. not going to save your swamp. Yeah. In real life, the fire would not just abruptly go out. Uh, you know, oil burns for quite a while. And when there's a big hole to a big amount of it, it just burns forever. And as Ben pointed out while we were watching, swamps are notorious for having pa- like pa- uh, packs of methane and stuff like yeah. underneath the ground. So like they could explode if, they fire, if, they, if something like that opened up and a fire happened. Like it would be insane. So, also, it's insane that they just have one pump in the middle of the swamp, and it's like pumping oil out, <laughs> yeah, and it's it like no one's working one. it. Yeah, and it's like it's like if like you yeah. bought a like a uh, souvenir oh. from like a oil. That's pump. a <laughs> yeah, that's a nine dollar pump. I mean, come yeah, on, it's I didn't ridiculous. even think about that. They kept cutting to like a giant oil refinery, but and then you sometimes see some other pumps elsewhere. But then there was just this little one in the black water or whatever, and like just in the middle of the swamp for no reason. Yeah, it's like so far away from anything, and there's no pipes coming off of it. So it's just like, I guess, squirting oil slowly into barrels, and eventually someone's going to come out and get them? Yeah, yeah. how effective is it? It's not. The answer is not. That's why you don't let Nazis uh, mine for oil? Do you mine? Whatever you do, drill for oil. Drill? I don't know, yeah. I also had a note that said I was afraid to look up if any of the people who were supposed to be Native Americans actually were. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't look. They're probably, you know, indigenous to Australia, probably. So I've made a pretty remarkable discovery in trying to look up the name of the boat fucker in the beginning of the mm-hmm. film. Uh, instead, I noticed that there's someone credited as the man thing in this movie. Okay. Someone who's in oh. the man thing suit. 
and it is none other than uh, Gregor Clegane or the Mountain from Game no of Thrones. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a start to his career, Rand. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure. Hey, it took him places. Maybe this is the movie that really got, got him announced. Yeah, they were like, I, yeah. This, this was his first. Producers movie. of Game of Thrones were like, wow. this movie was real shit, but that guy's real big. Yeah. Is he Australian? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Huh. Uh, but that was the only guy they cast from the United no, States. No, yeah, he was born in Newcastle, Australia, Newcastle, New South Wales. Right. Yeah, so he's an Australian. This was his first first movie. Uh, he did a bunch of Bollywood movies, apparently. And then, yeah, eventually made it into the Hobbit movies later in Wait, life. Wait, did you say a bunch of Bollywood movies? Yeah, he, he did three Bollywood movies. That's a, I have to see those. I have to see Did those. you notice who the female lead in this movie was? No, I did not notice that. I thought it was the girl from Lost, but it's not. No, who it is, which I know who you're talking about, it is, if you guys have watched Jessica Jones, the TV show on Netflix, it's her friend Trish, the one who has the radio show. Oh, oh, from, oh from Transformers. Trish Walker. Yeah, she wasn't Transformers. Odd, that's where you went. But <laughs> that is her. So it's this was one of her early roles. Yeah, and she's... She went on to be in a much better, much more successful Marvel yeah, property. Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. interesting. Yeah, I was like, that's... Because when she started talking, I'm like, that girl's voice sounds so familiar. And I was like, she kind of has, like, the same birthmark. And I was like, there's no way that's her, though. Why would she be in this piece of shit? And I guess you got to start somewhere. You got to get paid someday. Sorry, I I was looking at my notes trying to figure out. I have just a note that just says all my notes say is Sorry, what I was the fuck. I was trying to figure it out. The the director is somebody in this movie. Uh, oh. uh but everyone is named something and none of them are memorable, so I can't figure out who he is. What's his name? What's his name? His name's Mike Plug. Oh yeah, he's the photographer. He's Richard Dreyfus. He's the Richard Dreyfus character. Yeah. Yeah, that's the director of this fucking movie. He looks like a director. Okay. First of all, that explains so much. He Tarantino'd himself in this fucking movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he Tarantino'd himself into like 20 minutes of the film. Tarantino's usually in and out. Oh my god, he's in a lot of this movie and he's pointless. And he's not a good actor, which at least this explains why. Can we just cover his character arc? Yeah. He's a guy who has two... uh, Rottweilers definitely hanging out in the diner. D- by the way, definitely the director's dogs. Now I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like definitely, he yeah, 100. They were on set. <laughs> they were on yeah. set. <laughs> and he is real weird to the sheriff. Then you never hear from him again until they're like, "Let's go out and find this guy." And they keep saying his name, and I'm like, "Who the fuck are they talking about? Who lives in the swamp?" And I was like, "I guess that must be the Native American guy who was doing the uh, yeah Close yeah. Encounters of the Third Kind, making a like a collage out of food." In the restaurant. And oh, yeah, yeah. Then they get there, and it's the camera guy. And I was like, that guy was going to be in the movie again? I thought he was just, <laughs> like, a random character. Yeah, because he has, like, a Stanley cameo, like, to him. He's like, I'm a wacky, like, like, like member of this town. Bye. And you're like, okay, run. bye, weirdo. But, yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll be in the end, and I'll have a death scene for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be in way too much of the end. And, like, my backstory is I'm insane, and I keep trying to take pictures of mythical creatures that aren't real, except for this time it turns out it is real, but I don't know how I knew that this was here because no one knew this thing was here. All of these reports have been listed as croc attacks. <laughs> well, he just knew, man. He He's on the deep web. So, Pose... Uh, yeah, it's I had dark web for the dark water. Mm-hmm. Pose, I, uh, feel, I feel compelled to point something out here, which is that... In all of these episodes that we do about films, we always cover the fact that there is uh, a formula to doing your first movie, which is to work in that 30-minute origin story, where you at least have the title of the film, the, the, the titular character, doing the thing 
in the thing that they're described as doing. If if you if your Spider Man is not doing a spider thing in at least some form of a spider costume by minute thirty, you're on your way to a tough movie. The question is, what is the origin in this movie? Because if, if we go by that rule, technically the, it happens. The in about, origin is in the first forty seconds. I was about to say yeah. it happens in the first forty seconds when they show you a flash cut nine inch nails video of this skeleton riding around in in an oily swamp. It was as if. I, and that was one of the first, if not the first, like, quick cut things. Yeah. And I was like, did someone just do a bad stop motion and just forget most of the frames? Yeah. Because that's what it looked like. It's like an armless skeleton. Like, it was just like a yeah. spine with like a head and it was going wobble, wobble, wobble in like some mud. And then we're like, yeah. all right. And then indistinguishable <laughs> things. And you go, okay, do that. And then you look sure. back and you reflect. And you're like, oh, that must have been like the, the vines wrapping around the skeleton or something. But you don't know that when it happens. Yeah, it- I'm picturing the storyboard in the writer's room right now, and that's just a square that says Spooky Swamp Mess. Yeah, it's just some <laughs> scribble like this. And then yeah. the guy tries to make it, and you're like, I so, guess? Someone, wrote, someone labeled it with a post-it afterwards, which just says Swamp. Yeah. <laughs> swamp montage. <laughs> swamp montage. It's very weird, because, like, I watched it, and I was like, are they telling me, like, are they showing me in advance what's going, like, I was expecting then the movie to show me the same thing in a longer version. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. You would just tell the origin and then show it. And then midway through the movie, I was like, I guess they're just never going to explain. Because they keep saying he's an avenging spirit, but it seems like he's just, like, not, like, chemical runoff and swamp and an evil ghost and a lightning bolt. Yeah, you don't find out until the last five minutes of the movie, maybe less, that what happened, like, what it is. So technically... And apparently all you had to do was just turn off that oil oil rig and he would have gone away. And apparently he just disintegrates? See, I guess he went back into the ground, but seems surprised by that turn of events. I got the vibe that he was about to, like, he was he was behaving irrationally uh, and out of control because that oil rig was, like, poisoning his, like, his source of his power. And that when it was gone, he was going to be like, oh, I'm just a, just a benevolent swamp monster now. Um, but then he just, yeah. ma- then he disintegrated in a very bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was funny because he, 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 the, 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 the rig happens, the, the owner of the oil company's dead. And then he looks over at the rig and realizes it's broken. And then almost just shrugs his shoulders and just disintegrates into the yeah, ground. All like, that. Oh, I guess revenge is done. And then goes away. Um, but there are some characters we haven't talked about yet. Uh, and that is what I thought would have been the main villains until I, I realized that we we're basically doing a monster movie where the hero is a monster for some fucking reason, which is the Nazi oil rig guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, the shitters, the shitter, the shitters. By the way, by the way, Scheisse is German for shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, which feels very close to this like it's... vague Nazi thing. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, um, they did have a Confederate flag in their watch room. Yeah, they did. They had a couple of them, but we meet yeah. we meet these turbo racists, like like I mean, just on the on the nose racist, which is great because one of them dies in a spectacular. Oh my fashion. god, it's one of my favorite deaths in maybe any movie. So that's like the that's like the, that's like the head of security, I think. But then there's like the gym teacher haircut son. So like Biff Tannen. Yeah, is and there. like yeah, the the son's hair is absurd the way it's cut. <laughs> yeah. It's like a landing pad. It looked like they had sculpted a fake piece of hair and put it on his head. Oh. And then there's the dad who the runs dad. the company. The dad who looks like Triple H but fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quadruple H is there. <laughs> and, and I think it may be like a sex tuppet uh, age, sir. <laughs> he is definitely, if Triple H just let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> he also, though, looked like I was like, is this really that dude's dad? Because they did look a lot alike. Because they both had almost the same haircut. 
And just he, like one was like old dad version. Yeah, they looked about the right age difference. Yeah, it, it could have been. It, it was, and we didn't. We supposed to, we supposed to meet these characters, and and they obviously are pieces of shit early. I got a real justified vibe. We, we both have yeah. seen some episodes of Justified, which is about a sheriff coming back into his hometown to sort of like uh, a little bit against his will, but sort of like deal with this this sort of country like everyone knows each other kind of mess mm-hmm. um except and we had talking about this throughout the movie in that show he's from that town yeah and so he knows it's been a wife for a while but he knows these people and in most of these movies like this the person who's the hero has something important that's why they will yeah. go into the swamp in a boat when this monster is around is because they're hoping to rescue a family member find a loved one yeah uh, it's protect their town like- but this was it like stand tall is yeah. like what you expected this movie yes. to be, and it is right. When he was first coming in, I was like, "Oh, he's like coming back from the military." Nope, he just agreed to be the sheriff of a town that appears to have fifty-eight people in it. Yeah, he just but two sheriffs. He just got he, yeah. he answered a sheriff want ad, I guess. Well, well, Jimmy Joe said I should come down here to the Bywater and get some good stuff here. I guess I might as well go swamp and die. And they call him a Yankee like a couple of times, but he has a Southern accent. That he's well, trying. Australian, but. Right, he's a yeah, I just think he southern. couldn't do like a northern American accent. He's like the only way I can sound American is to do a little bit of southern. They're like, ah, fuck but we it, can't. No one cares. We can't not say Yankee. That would be terrible. So yeah. we're gonna. I mean, we're that. in the South, bro. <laughs> God. And they call him a city slicker a lot. So, so, yeah. so all I can assume is that this this southern accent guy from Chicago took a job in Louisiana. To be the sheriff, like, yeah, as Pope pointed out, a town of 80 people found out that, like, 60 of those 80 people have died in the swamp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it used to be a town of 400. Yeah. But everybody, the police are just like, look, I don't know what happened to your fucking husband. You find him. What am I, the cops? And then he ventures into the swamp, uh, uh, nearly unarmed, in a tiny boat in the middle and of the in night. in the middle of the night. How about you wait till broad daylight, dickhead? Guys, this is where the Jaws parallel continues. Oh, good point. Because the, most of the rest of the movie is them in a swamp hunting for someone. It turns out it's a monster, but they don't know it, but whatever. And they're on a boat, and they kind of need a bigger boat. Yeah, they, they, they needed a, a bigger they boat. They don't get a bigger boat. And there's a, well, those, those two redneck brothers definitely needed a bigger boat. Oh the one God. guy was basically underwater in his boat when yeah. he sat in it. And there's a kooky guy who's trying to record or capture footage of the whole thing. <laughs> For, for uh, yep. Life Magazine? Time Magazine? Time Magazine. Life, yeah. Magaz- Life Magazine. Life Magazine. Because Life Magazine had been canceled already. Yeah, which is a weird line. <laughs> because I don't even think Life Magazine was around in like the 80s. I think it like stopped a long time ago. I don't, I don't remember. Mike, and why wouldn't he have said National Geographic? And, 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 yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's the place that would yeah. buy something or about na- monsters. Or National Enquirer. Or May- yeah, well, or any, just anything, really. The internet, it's 2005. My blog spot. Maybe they couldn't, yeah. maybe they didn't think they could say, like, an actual periodical. So they said, well, well, we'll list a defunct one. And someone said, well, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. And they're like, well, just I, add, <laughs> well add a bad joke. It's cool. I like Mike's idea. That the guy was like, all right, he's going to be like, I want to be on the cover of National Geographic. And the producer was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We don't need Nat Geo coming after us. We're yeah. going to get sued. How about life? Who won't care because they don't exist anymore? <laughs> they're like, sir, no one's actually going to see this movie. And he's like, can't take that yeah, chance. No. Now, we were talking about the Jaws parallels. And Mike and I were obsessed with this. There's so many in this in this movie. I was upset. The only thing that was, the, the few things that were missing is at no point someone said, 
that they had to close the Swamp Festival, uh, their biggest yeah. revenue source. Yeah. <laughs> that was my, I, was I was disappointed that. that there was no actual good part of the movie, <laughs> like in Jaws. That's what I was waiting for, was the good part that I enjoyed. And, and Mike... <laughs> that one got Mike for some reason. Um, I, I also had noted here uh, that at one point... Uh, the protagonist fails at what I would call the hero scare face, which is what when a hero is surprised by something, there's a hero face that you make, which is that you're going to go, oh, ah, like it's just like a, it's very mild alarm. This guy is driving his car and like something hits it and he does like what I do when I'm like, it's the middle of the night and I'm going to get water and I step on something wet and like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like I step on my cat's tail. And it's like, <laughs> like, it's just this, like wacky ass, like, like, yeah, his reaction. <laughs> also, like they never explain where that body comes from. Yeah. Like, how does it just fly out of the swamp, the swamp onto his car? Brilliant, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, Cause he wanted, he wanted them to investigate to find out he was murdered, which I like, they were like, well, he must've just gone out there and died. It's like, really? Yeah, I naked. think he walked out into the swamp naked and then just like, I don't understand. What are you guys talking about? I imagine just enough decaying matter happened. It, like the body was sunk in the in the swamp and then enough methane and, and gas built up in the in the decaying body. It just sort of like, like, bloop, shot out of the water. Just, you know, happenstancedly landed on the, the front of his truck, probably. <laughs> Probably still the least ridiculous one thing those, that happens in this you, movie. You mean one of those methane corpse rockets? Yeah, yeah. I've heard about those. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the old MCRs. The old cork pop corpse. Yep. Uh, the other thing I wanted to note about this is, is that I had written down is that I think the first act of this movie might have actually just been a gun control PSA. <laughs> because every person that has a gun should not be allowed to own a gun. Mm-mm. Because we're in the we're in still in like act one. There has been a death or two. Uh, in the movie, at least, uh, obviously the more preceding the movies in terms of plot line, but there's been a couple of deaths. But again, no one believes there's a monster except for the one crazy sheriff. Everyone else just thinks it's these, you know, eco terrorists or crocodiles or whatever. So when there's movement in the woods, when one of those guys at the oh, yeah. at the oil yeah, rig yeah, is yeah. is just chilling, and he comes out with a fucking M16 all tacked out and just lights up the forest i'm like you can't do that act like act one buddy there's no monster to justify it you just shot some like hippie like 20 year old hippie or your dad's come by yeah oil fields are not the place you probably (laughs) discharge weapons blindly it's just a tip for me to you and that happens again like no more than five minutes later the the turbo racist guy is sitting in his little box that they're all just yeah. chilling in for some reason. Yeah, which I, I yeah, the guardhouse with no windows. Yeah. Us yeah. making it a pointless guardhouse. I, I this is where I take umbrage with with your statement, Pogues, of that there's no good part of this movie because mm. what what Ben is yeah. setting up here is I think a very good part. <laughs> you mean you mean where the man thing just like speed walks into this building. Yeah, like <laughs> a cartoon a character slams through half of the wall and explodes the other man's body against the, the further so, wall. Yeah, he comes through like he's the Kool-Aid man. It was a... Yes, it yes, was amazing. exactly that's exactly it. That's exactly it. He does not come in like... It's not like two arms going brah and like bashing through. It is like he's strolling through and goes, oh, I didn't see this building here. And, <laughs> just, <laughs> and then decides to run instead of stop. It's... <laughs> Well, like, once he starts pushing through, he's like, I can't stop now. These bricks are already moving. Gotta keep on strolling. And, and I, I, I gotta play this off. And that looked, I thought, really good, too. Like, it looked cool. 
with yeah. that. Along with, like, all the practical effects looked the really good. The corpses were cool. Yes. The, the corpse effects were really, like Like, there was the one guy who died, uh, the one of the bros that died in the swamp, and his face was all, like... It was very reminiscent of the original thing, where it was all, like, body horror, like, twisted flesh mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, and, like, all the, t- the twigs that were, like, ripped through people. Yeah. Some... Like, all their budget went into that, and yeah. nothing else. <laughs> yeah, definitely not into the CGI parts definitely they Definitely not into the CGI Those were... Or in writing. Or the writing, or, or, or acting lessons. Okay, uh, so someone knew a guy. training. <laughs> like, they, the reason that the Australian studio got it from Marvel is because they're like, we got this guy, he's a really good practical effects guy. He'll be great. And then maybe they know who he is, yeah. and they're like, great, you'll do a good job with this. Don't We won't worry about Just it. Just give me $4 billion. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then they did what they did... To that movie, um, but but t- to keep with the gun control PSA part is that that turbo racist when oh, yeah. he just before he dies he's alone in his Confederate flag laden little square box with the windows and he hears like which I, I think was just like a weird noise and then like a twig snap and he blew a shotgun hole through the door. That's through just, the door. That, like anybody could have been walking up to that door. He can't see through it. Well, doesn't he say one of his like buddies' names? Yeah, he's like he's like James. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> just like what? That sounded like your friend you were asking for. Again, that happens. In I Act really three. wanted to see the door slowly like come open, and his like that other racist comes in. And he's just like, "What the fuck? I'm white," and yeah. then dies. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like it's so it's so weird. Yeah, that whole thing you're saying, Ben, of just. Because it was the, the, the man thing out there, but they didn't know it was the man thing out right. there. So they need they shouldn't have been, yeah, shooting for blood. They think it is whatever the name of the bald guy who looked kind of like Billy Zane. Yeah, and I guess maybe... Whatever his name, Renee or whatever, oh, uh, that's who mean, they think it is. Uh, uh, Obi-Swamp Kenobi? Yes. He's dressed like a cross between a Jedi and the bad guy from I Still Know What You Did last summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a real Darth Gator. Oh, god damn it. I'm, I'm, I don't authorize any of those jokes. Oh. Although, Pokes, I will now that need... That last a... one, I I am editing out of the podcast. Pokes, I will now need a Darth Gator t-shirt, please. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so you don't want me to tee up then Luke Swampwalker either? <laughs> Um, but but that's it. You uh, good? I, I I will admit my notes stopped there because I kept trying to think of more, but I came up with nothing else. So okay, this 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 Obi Swamp Kenobi, as you've called him, which I am now sticking with. Yeah, Darth Gator. Darth Gator. Uh, he's he's lingering around this forest. Somehow he's or in the swamp. He somehow, he appears to be. They suggest he's living out there. Yeah. Because he just keeps, yes, because he's hiding from the racist. He just keeps rising. But he's out trying of, like, the to water. kill the swamp thing. Yeah. It doesn't. It's like it's yeah. No one's but it, apparently movie. it takes him a few weeks oh. to realize all he has to do is blow up the oil rig. Yeah, he yeah. Done that right away, pretty easily. Yeah. In fact, he doesn't even need explosives for it. You could just, I don't know, open a throw valve. a match. O- at open it? a valve and open it. Throw a match at it. Yeah. It was made for about ten dollars, so it's gonna be pretty easy. But um, it's just literally sitting next to eight barrels of what appeared to be already processed oil. Yeah. <laughs> they they dispatched. The two uh, LaRue brothers, mm-hmm. I think was their name, or yeah, Troubadour, whatever it was. Whatever. They dispatched these two guys, who again, I enjoyed profusely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dispatched them as assassins to take this guy out, basically, <laughs> right? They send them out in the middle of the night, just the two of them. They appeared, I think they had a shotgun, and I think one of them had a rifle. Something I like that. Yeah. And they send them out, and their plan, as far as I can tell, is to 
get in these tiny canoes, mm-hmm. which they then rig lights to, mm-hmm. and then just yell their way across the swamp. Just yell every ten feet. Well, that appears to be everyone's plan, is to <laughs> yeah. just point a direction into the swamp, just go that way, and eventually you run into whoever you're looking for, because it happened six times in the movie. Yeah, the swamp has got to be like a, an anchor. Like, it's like an anchor Yeah, swamp. it's just like, it's like... <laughs> It's like somebody like grows trees in their like their field, and like or it's like a cornfield that just is overgrown, and they're like, "There's something in here." What they didn't show is that somebody like actually walked like all the way through one of the in one of the scenes and wasn't stopped by the swamp or the man thing, and he walks out to yeah. a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot on the other yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, they come out and they're just like in New Orleans, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh. oh shit, yeah." It's it's a very this is disappointing. They're like, "Mama, should I? I can't go in that swamp. I'm get lost in there, Mama." Right? Like, "Oh no, no, not this swamp, honey. Not this swamp. You're fine. This swamp's bullshit. No, just." Walk in a straight line for 15 minutes, you're out. You're it's just the county swamp maze. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's only open during Halloween. <laughs> that would be a good maze, though, for yeah, Halloween. I'd go to the swamp maze. Like, fuck corn phases. Give me a swamp maze. Give me a swamp maze. Um, so we talked about these brothers die, of course, in the, yeah. in, in the, in the After swamp. After one shits on himself. And again, so pretty cool practical effects. Yeah, there's literally like a two-minute oh, yeah. scene where the one guy has diarrhea and then falls in it. And then he comes back, and I'm like, so they're going to die right now? No, it cuts to a whole other scene, and they don't die for another ten minutes. I don't know what the fuck the shit scene was for. He's living in his mess. It's kind of like, like a character in a horror movie like walks in the next room and is like, I'm going to make a grilled cheese. And then as like they focus in on the person making the grilled cheese, the camera starts panning wide to see like the space mm-hmm. behind them. You're like, oh, here it comes. But then they finish the grilled cheese, yeah. and then they come back into the room. And you're like, wait a minute, why did I watch that? Yeah, and then it cuts to like some girl upstairs, like looking through a diary. He's like, oh my god, there used to be a killer here. Then it cuts back to that guy. And he's doing an entirely different thing and dies. Yeah, I think it would have been more effective because what they were trying to do is that cut what cut away to the guy taking a shit. You're like, oh no, don't split up. We're in a horror movie. I've finally come to terms with that. Sure. And then when he's taking a shit, he is shitting on the feet of uh, Man Thing, but you can't tell it. It's very like. Hard yeah, to tell no. until you realize that was the man thing, but the man thing doesn't move. You think he's going to come alive or something? He does yeah, not. He doesn't. He just sits there. <laughs> by later. But takes, he takes his shit. He takes the he shit. He literally takes the shit. Yeah. He's into it, bro. But then we see. We yeah, see maybe one that's of these, why he died later. We see one of Yeah, the, he was like, I'm going to let you live a little longer because you found out my secret swamp fetish. <laughs> my swamp fetish. <laughs> Welcome to Mike and Pope's swamp fetish. <laughs> hey, it's me, Scat Thing. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, you know what I'm going to ask. I need a Scat Thing t-shirt. <laughs> oh, what does that look like? The, 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 the Marshmallow Stay Puff Man, but just I, shit? No, that is on him to imagine. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. uh, uh, <laughs> he can sketch out a few options and, and send them my way, and mm-hmm. I'll authorize one. Um, but around this time in the movie, we see... We, we only get like dead bodies being thrown at the windshields of cop cars in this movie, <laughs> mostly... We don't see the actual kill in most cases until later in the movie. Yeah. And the first major one we see is one of these LaRue brothers getting killed. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, and Mike and I were trying to map out what this kill this kill looks like because as far as we can tell, the Swamp Thing, again, sorry, shit, the scat, nope, the, the man thing uh, sends, finds you in the swamp, sends a tentacle at you, a tentacle mm-hmm. made of, of, of like a vine. Some sort of a vine, yeah. A thorny vine. A root, perhaps. A root. Else? And then it pierces you. Maybe, perhaps, a Snapchat. And then... That was a joke, because vine used to be a similar act. Nope, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> Boy. And then... Uh, edit, edit, edit. Uh, and then... Leave it in. And then the vine goes up into your anus. 
Mm-hmm. And then it appears... It definitely goes in somewhere. It goes in the back, like maybe, maybe more of a taint area, but definitely in the back. Could the, have been the pee hole. Just a vulnerable area. And then it comes up through your chest, comes out your stomach, abdomen, torso area. Sure. Then rears back around, like, as Mike put it, a question mark, as if to say, why? Yeah. Why this movie? And mm-hmm. then goes... Well, it's, it's <laughs> the magic in. vine. Like, much like the bullet that killed Kennedy. It just goes on a real twisty turn. <gasps> Was it the man thing that killed him? Yeah, I'm saying man thing was man, Harvey Oswald. Man oh thing God. was on, you know, on the he was the knoll. he was the second shooter on the swampy knoll. The swampy Blowing knoll. this wide open. <laughs> oh boy, that's right. If you guys don't hear from me again, it's because the government found out. Oh, I know their no. secrets. Cute Twilight X Files music. I also want to point out <laughs> that the, the corpses they do find have clear bite marks on them. Do they? Yeah, like the a lot. Yeah, a lot of them because it's supposed to be implied that something's eating them after they're dead. Yeah, I think oh, the I theory Gator there might is eat a body. Gator, I guess. Gator's going in on them after. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, Gator got a Gator's gonna do what a Gator's gonna do. Yeah, Gator got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Why you gotta be so judgmental, man? <laughs> and and Gator got to eat. Um, we're also uh we're also given uh, uh, this part in the movie a number of scenes with the director mm-hmm. playing this Richard Dreyfus character mm-hmm. uh and he shows he shows the main character his awesome i'm gonna put this in quote pictures that he's taken of the swamp thing which as i think mike shouted the out sonograms the sonogram. yes that is that it may be the best way to describe them it's not even like a blurry no like, for, it's like, not the blurry Loch Ness monster picture, picture. No, no, no. it is definitely as if the swamp thing is a baby oh that's so cute though yeah yeah it's like Black and white, like, wiggly radar image. Yeah, as if you're, like, looking through white noise, like the, the snow on a TV, and it, like, kind of forms a yeah, picture. Yeah, like you're like, I can kind of see those boobs in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like watching scrambled Showtime when you yes. were young. Exactly. And he, uh, this character also, I'm very excited about this, has the titular line oh, in Manfred, <laughs> which I believe yes. if I can recreate as best I can... Here's the thing, man. It's the man thing, man, or something like that. Says, yes, he he says he says no. That's a man. He goes no. It's the man thing, man. And I'm like, so wait, what order did the, the man thing, man? Are you? I don't. I need to know where the comma is because you're not acting the comma. Oxford comma. I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Thing. He does not perform the comma, and it man. makes it very confusing. Um. Can we talk about something else that was confusing? Please, please. Uh, we have this female character, and I don't remember anyone's name, so I'm just going to call her Trish, because <laughs> sure. that's her name in Jessica Jones. Midway through the movie, apropos of nothing, <laughs> suddenly her and this guy are in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have a kissing that, like, startled me. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, at first when he starts moving in, I'm like, whoa, bro, step back. And she's into it. And I'm like, I got no idea what the fuck's going on. Because, <laughs> like, the whole movie, she's been mad at him. She takes him out to see the long-haired Native American. And he, like, yells at the guy. And she's all mad. And then they walk back to the car. Which and she's like, why'd you have to do that? Blah, blah, blah. And he says something else. And then she just takes off her jacket. And they start making out. It was the weirdest, lo- like, yeah. additional love story I've ever seen in a film. They were just like, how do we make them fall in love? And they're like, fuck it. They just try to fuck in the... Uh, Junkyard that's always on fire for some reason. Yeah, I yeah, forgot about why, why were the cars on fire? What was Car Fire Field all about? <laughs> like they, I don't. And it appeared to be like 
before the reservation that the Indians lived on. Yeah, yeah, because they go to visit him and they drive down this road and they like the the camera is is in an angle where you see no less than three cars on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Here, pull over by the dump. Yeah, we have to walk the rest of the way." And so I'm like. But why is the dump on fire? T- take a left to Car Fire Field. They're always on fire. They're eternally burning cars. Yeah. And then, like, later someone else goes back past it. And like, oh, you need more shots? Like, a team... Yeah. Yeah, they're still completely on fire when they come back and start making out. I'm like, seriously? Why are these things on fire? That means they had to hire a guy. Because you can't just, like... <laughs> nobody can just do that. Like, you get like, oh, hey, Bill, go light some fires. That's against a lot of rules. Yeah, cars don't burn... You know, like the eternal flame. They, they, they eventually go a out. pyrotechnician to come light cars on fire, and he's probably like, "Sorry, what's this scene about?" <laughs> he's like, "I don't understand. Are the Native Americans lighting these on fire?" You're like, quit asking questions, bro. Just light the fire. Did the man thing do this? <laughs> I think it's a commentary that the Australians are trying to make about against like Southern America. That it's like, oh yeah, their cars are on fire. Yeah, by, by, the Indians live by the dump. All this kind of That's shit. That's a good point because like. In this movie, in this Australian Australian interpretation of America, the uh, Native Americans are just, like, not even second-class citizens. Yeah. There's just, like, husks of cars. Nobody has any money in the, any of these scenes. They are all very poor. Yeah. They, fire, they all have guns, and they will shoot them at the fucking drop of a hat. If you just move, like, a little bit, they'll, they'll shoot at you. Yeah. I'm not sure that Australia is that far off. No, no, I was going to say, maybe, maybe I was also going to joke that maybe they just had the car fires and they said to use them. <laughs> yeah, like they were like, you might as well, man. Those things have been on fire for 20 well, years. No, well, actually, they're probably memorials to Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Like they probably, it's an eternal flame in a car. Yeah. They keep it because of the Mad Max franchise, which has made Australia relevant. I agree. JK, sorry. No one knows what it is. Sorry, Australian friends. And it's around this time that the movie actually attempts to, at this point... Now it's really time to bring in some man thing lore. Oh, and let's do it. And the and the yes. and the Indian guy's like, oh, there's this nexus of all realities. That was <laughs> one of my that was that may have been my second favorite line though. Is he's telling this story about how the man thing is this I'm sorry. Uh, their greatest protector. Real quick, folks, he is not telling a story. He is reading the first four lines of the, of the Man Thing's Wikipedia entry. It is the driest like storytelling I've ever. Heard yeah, he's time. like he is our greatest protector. He lives in the woods. He was created he by Joe James in 1976. My favorite thing though is he's like, he's like he protected what our ancestors called the nexus of realities. It's like okay. So your ancient ancestors referred to a place as the nexus of all realities. One, those are all English words. Two, Nexus is not that common of a word. Like, I was expecting him to be like, he guards the Nexus of realities, or what our ancestors called it, you know, and then say like an Indian word, or, you know, like, the spirit place. Like, give me something that sounds yeah, not like a the f- term a scientist would use. The forever puddle. Yeah, whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Oh, boy. It's so bizarre. He's like, what our ancestors Aww. would call thermodynamic expansion. <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ, who are your ancestors? Stephen Hawking? Forever what our puddle. ancestors would call the, the everywhere swamp. Uh, uh, the, yeah, there's, uh, that's actual Man-Thing like, lore. He is a spiritual guardian that protects you... this important nexus. He could teleport and shit because of it, I believe. Like This is, this is actual Man-Thing stuff. It's not relevant. We don't need it. And if you were going to do it... You had plenty of opportunities before a minute 15 it's or also, an hour 15. It's also invalid yeah, for in terms yeah, of... Yeah, if you're going to introduce yeah. it, 
Like, it better show up, like, because they're like, oh, he guards the Nexus with reality. So I'm like, so is he mad that they're getting oil from the swamp or that they're at the Nexus of reality? And then they've also been teasing that this layer that he's at, which is apparently a Nexus of interplanar magic, is supposed to be this big fucking deal. And then him, the, the fucking sheriff and the girl go, oh, we should go in there. They get chased in there, and apparently it's just a shortcut to the oil derrick. Yeah, it's it's as if <laughs> which appears to be in the center of a dimensional pocket. So I don't know how the yeah, fuck yeah. they build it in there, because there's like a lot of OSHA laws for building in dimensional pockets. Yeah. How but, many construction workers did they lose to other dimensions while they're working on that? <laughs> well, that's where the Silver Surfer came from. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, sir? No, I was going to say, it, it, the, the, the actual comic lore that they bring in from the actual source material with this guy... Is 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 not doesn't even make sense because they're talking about their ancient ancestors calling them. But we know, like we just earlier said, the the man thing was made six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's not, not ancient. He's not an ancient spirit. Like maybe he's possessed by something. I guess the magic. spirit. I guess there could have been that. Oh my God. But that is not covered at all. No, no, no. It's like they they the, everything that he tells you is has nothing to do with the man thing no, in the movie. No. He's not like some old god. He's not doing anything worthwhile. So it just becomes very confusing. She's like, I, yeah. why was any of that in the movie? He doesn't even tell the guy how to kill it. That, yeah. I was like, I was like, can this guy do anything? All he does is go and sacrifice himself for literally no reason because immediately afterwards the man thing kills two more people. Yeah, that lore is what you bring into a sequel. When you try to explain why there's another man thing, you're like, oh, well, actually it wasn't that specific man. It was it was the spirit that inhabited that. You know, then you get into that lore. Well, that, that's a good answer, too, because I was, I was very surprised to learn that the protagonist of a Marvel superhero film, <laughs> supposedly, was supposed to be, dies yeah. at the end forever. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that with a Marvel movie. Like... They don't get one issue. Well, that's you know? what happens at the end of every Spider-Man, isn't it? Yeah, right. Peter Parker goes, yeah, well, he, I defeated he the goblin and then turns he's to He's basically, <laughs> he's like written out of his own movie. Yeah. As yeah. if he's like Doc Ock or, you know, uh, the Penguin or something. <laughs> Usually you don't put the titular character as the person who's written out of the film. Yeah. yeah. But don't worry, uh, Sheriff Dave gets to live on. <laughs> Thank God. I, the dumbest hero in a movie. Yeah, the, the fumbliest. <sighs> also, I'm fairly certain that he did not stop the oil thing. Wait a they second. just blew up that one oil rig. It just, the company's just going to be bought by somebody it, else. It just dawned on me. Mike, mm-hmm. did Dave do anything? I, it's probably not Dave. I don't give a shit anymore. But is it, did Dave do anything in this movie? I mean, like obviously he had scenes, but he, had, he, he, sh- no. he does not shoot any of the villains. He does, he not, does not solve any of the problems. Stop any of the villains. He doesn't seem to learn all that much about what happened, except for a little bit about this guy maybe killing the guy who who uh, owned the reservation and took the money. Is he? He actually is the cause of the death of his deputy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he did that. Did he? Did his start starting to snoop have anything to do with the motivation for anyone else? Like, even like he obviously did nothing. But like, I'm trying to think if he he played any role in the movie. No, I don't. No, they were he doing literally originally starts investigating the the deaths, but they, because because yeah. uh, Renee, the or, the the kid, the the, swamp the oil one. people want him to look into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but the oil guys were still wanting to kill Renee anyway. The the Obi Swamp Kenobi. Yeah, and which was the whole thing. So he goes out to find him because he thinks Renee is the one killing everybody because that's what the oil people keep telling. Yeah, him. but so he goes out to find him because that's what. So he's, he's told a pawn. That has nothing to yeah, do with Yeah, he does anything. nothing. Wow. 
He's a he has no agency. He's an idiot. Son of a bitch. We could have done this movie with... The movie could have just been the the, the, the swamp a man guy versus like the oil people. Stupid sheriff kills his deputy. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, as, as bad as that Swamp Thing movie was, at least it had like a general plot yeah. in which the Swamp Thing was the hero. Yeah. Like This movie really should have been started with uh, this Native American guy who refuses to sell their ancestral land. Schuster, or whatever the hell his name is, Scheiser, kills him. And then they bury him in the, the ground underneath the oil rig so nobody will ever find the body. And then tell they tell yeah. all the Native Americans, yeah, we bought the land from him. He, here's the bill of sale. He just ran off with the money. That, I, that, I'm sorry, that's your problem, mm-hmm. not ours. This movie should. And then good his so spirit far. comes back as the man thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tears down the oil rig and starts killing all the people. Yeah. He feels wrong him and his people. There, that's that a perfectly fine movie. The, I'd, I'd watch that. The title of this movie should just have been Detective Dave and the Forever Puddle. <laughs> that's what this movie should have been, right, Mike? Uh, maybe. <laughs> now, Pokes, I'm going to need yet another t-shirt. The Forever Puddle? No, Detective Dave and the Forever Puddle. Alright, I'll see what I can do there. Thank you. I mean, that's like the 15th shirt you've come up with. <laughs> I know. I'm just an ad- I'm an idea machine, folks. Alright, I can't be stopped. I'm like fucking Facebook over here. I'm getting stuff done. Hmm. Not sure what that means. <laughs> Wait, what? You know what's better than, than two t-shirts? 15? Yeah. 15 t-shirts i suppose i have like a list of like four t-shirts i'm supposed to make that i we both know is never gonna happen we both know it well um i i we have we have talked a lot furiously about 2005's australian horror hit Mm -hmm. man thing so mike as the connoisseur of bad b horror movies Mm -hmm. i have to ask would you recommend that someone listening to this episode go check out man thing well, under certain conditions, yes. Okay. What are those conditions? Condition. Well, you're the last person left alive, and this is the only VHS you can find. <laughs> no, this would only be on DVD. It was 2005. Um, but... Touche. You have no access um, to pornography, and no, you want to watch the first 40 seconds a couple. Times. No, 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 no. Well, well, let's not let's not get into that. Okay. Uh, no, no. Okay, so I enjoyed it, but you have porn, but you're really weird. <laughs> Listen, you got one of those swamp fetishes. That was on, that was on the poster. <laughs> Man yeah. thing. You have porn and you're really yeah. weird. Oh, God. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I, <laughs> um, no, but okay, I really enjoyed it, but I also really like bad movies and stuff. But I thought this was an enjoyable situation because it's weird. It is so much like Jaws. I think it's intentional. Yeah, it's I really think it's actually intentional. And maybe be why some of it sucks a lot because they were really trying to make it like Jaws. But the practical effects in it are dope. Like, the, the, the body gore and stuff like that is really yeah. great in it. Um, I don't know. It, it was... Uh, watch something else, but if you want to watch it... I don't think you'll hate it if you want to see what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah I genuinely no, I, think it, it's not... It's certainly... I've seen things that made me want to gouge my eyes out and kill way myself. harder with other yeah. movies, for sure. So, so I, I had fun. I, I actually had fun in watching it. And kind of had fun talking with Ben about, like... What the fuck? Like speculating and, and trying to figure out what was going on, yeah. and I so I would recommend it. I, I will say my obviously there's a lot bad about the movie, but a lot of it's bad in like yeah in an amusing way where the effects are stupid or the monster is absurdly just murderous or whatever. But the thing that bugged me the most is this this script. If you were to parse it out, it's about eighty percent about oil properties. Like it's mostly dialogue about who owns the oil rig and why they should own it and how much money they're making on it. And I'm like, guys, like, 
as you yeah it was a it was a lot of like full names too yeah, yeah. like they'd be like Rene Javar did this and you know Ted Smith and it's just like why does everybody have a full name and why do you keep saying them because well, I can't remember who's who then what's crazy about that is like many many people who maybe saw this I, I was gonna say in the theaters but on sci-fi original uh, were like Mike and maybe had maybe heard man thing before and maybe mm. knew it was a comic but didn't know anything about it and so when they came in they're like oh well this will show me what it is they would be fouled because man thing doesn't show up to like an hour 15 properly mm. and before that it's lots of just like people impaled on vines being found in the swamp while people argue about who owns an oil rig yeah. and you're like what is this so, so if you like- is this is this swamp dallas like what am i watching yeah, i was gonna make that fucking joke right there god damn it this yeah. This wishes it was Swamp Dallas. God damn it, I was... Who shot Rene Dubois or whatever? I can't say that. God damn it. God damn I would have loved it. if somebody was wearing, like, a uh, Who Shot Shyster shirt. <laughs> who shot Shyster? That's like for, like... And the whole movie listeners. ends and it's just the sheriff in a shower. <laughs> That's a deep cut for people who actually know that one whole season of Dallas was erased by as being a dream of a man in a shower. <laughs> It's not a joke. Oh. Mike, 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 uh, Mike and I just had a gentlemanly joke shake, shake to resolve that, uh, that territorial dispute. I would, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to amend also that I would not recommend paying to see this. Right. We had to pay on Prime Video to watch this. So if, if you found I, it for I regret free, it. I regret it. like, watch it. I wouldn't pay the four, seven bucks or whatever it was four, to watch yeah. it. I was really afraid I was going to have to pay to watch it twice because I had rented it at like seven o'clock oh, last no. night. Oh, no. And then I, I didn't watch it when I was going to go to bed because I was like, I just don't want to. And I was like, if I have to pay twice to watch this piece of shit, luckily you get apparently 48 hours for this garbage fest. <laughs> uh, as far as my opinion of this film, I think my final note sums it up, which is the movie was over and I wrote, I still don't get what this love story is <laughs> or the plot of the movie or what the man thing was or where he came from or why he was killing people indiscriminately or why he left. Also, I'm really not sure who actually owned the land they built that oil rig on. <laughs> now, I want so, I, I want everyone out there to listen to that segment, folks, just read it, and imagine that it's the final sentence in the last chapter of his autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'll be an old, old man, and I'll be talking about how I was elected to, like, Supreme Court justice, and at the very end, I'll be like, and that was f- it was a good life, but fuck all, I still don't understand man things. It was, it was a good life, and I saw the edges and ebbing and flowing of life itself, but I still have to wonder... Who was that man thing? <laughs> Where did he come from? Why was he killing people indiscriminately? Why did he leave? Who actually owned that land? Um, yeah, I'm like a famous astronaut, first colonist on Mars, and that's the yeah, that's my that's how my memoir ends. People were like, "Wow, this this movie really stuck with." Yeah, me. This, this, I would not recommend. This book was great, but man, more swamp things talk than I expected. <laughs> Don't worry, it's yeah, it's more than I expected, but not. Unwelcome. I didn't say I didn't expect any. I expected some something. Like, I, I expected only three chapters. Like, not any autobiography. There's gonna be some man thing talk. It's just how it is. It really. It was, like, it was like Galileo. It really drove him mad at the end. There, mm-hmm. he really lost mm-hmm. himself. Uh, I would not recommend seeing this movie probably at all. There's maybe like ten minutes worth of good stuff where he comes through the wall. The dead bodies are kind of cool looking. If you're into like practical effects. If you're going to watch it with somebody, it may be enjoyable. I don't know. I watched this by myself, and it was you know, it was a real slot to get through. So, Well, as the CEO of Marvel said, <laughs> what, a, what a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I'm I looked sorry. at the horror genre, and I said, shit. shit. 
Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Did you guys have any other final thoughts about the movie? No, I'm all done with Man-Thing for the rest of my fucking life. Me too. Well, I got bad news for you. We're doing Man-Thing again next Son week. of a bitch. Swamp Dallas 2. It's the sequel. Man-Things. <laughs> There's two now. It's the sequel. This one's more like Dynasty than Dallas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second one's got a real big 80s hairdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got shoulder pads and shit. Mm. Maybe it's just... Uh, he's wearing a power jacket. It looks really good on him, too. <laughs> he was played by B. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know she's not in Dynasty. I don't know anybody who was. It's fine. The point is, if you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at NAOS Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, ben has a Snapchat. It's um, not safe for work pictures under that address. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do not look at it. Not true. Yes. At work, near work, or within 100 meters of a school. <laughs> Wait. That is true. If you were, if you have a real swamp fetish, though, he's got a, he's got a treat for you coming. He's got a real scat thing going uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at It's Pogues on Instagram. Ben? Uh, I can be found at The Disco Pony. And, uh, Michael, uh, you have a number of excellent podcasts. Yeah, Mike has more plugs than we do. Well, I used to come on with none, so this is good. This is a big deal. Or uh, plugs, that, yeah, if you want to hear a great, uh, find Mike Hayes' first episode, <laughs> where he plugs four things, all of which are defunct, and two of them are websites you can no longer visit. You can check out my now uh, erased Zanga. If you... <laughs> <laughs> I was. I had a sweet X-X. angel fire back in the day. <laughs> But you were uh, you were on a couple of I would call hit podcasts, Michael. Uh, I I would all focus here. I'm I have a podcast called B Movie Mania that uh, season two is coming up real soon. Uh, March sixth, I think, is when it's going to kick in. We've been doing a bunch of weird off season content. I just yeah. did. I just I talked about it on here, didn't I? B yeah. Movie Mania. Yeah, you did. Um, uh, you watched the B movie. No, you talked about it just with me before we started. Recording. Oh, did we? Okay, yeah. So yeah, me yeah. and a B expert sat down and watched the movie B movie that Jerry Seinfeld made. And we watched it and then took calls from listeners and we answered every call that came in, whether they'd seen the movie or not, whether it made sense or not. Me and this B expert answered every question and we discussed the movie in all like five sharp right turns it takes throughout the whole fucking plot. (laughs) And uh, it's a thing. That just came out. um, And yeah, you can follow us at bmoviemania.com or on iTunes or whatever. Or we have BMM Podcast uh, on Twitter that you can follow. Uh, and then, of course, we have Ketchup Kitchen Ketchup, which I, mean, I have to recommend because I'm on it a couple yes times. Yes, you are. And, uh, uh, yeah. and if, you, if you like the Cthulhu-type monster yeah, that is, yeah. it is Man-Thing, um, Ketchup Kitchen Ketchups is normally a conversational interview podcast about ketchup, um, but there has been a demon called Cthulhu that has been taking over it for the past about 50 episodes. Yeah, as with most ketchup-based podcasts, there's a paranormal undercurrent yeah. theme. So. so it's been real weird and creepy. I actually got a text from a friend today that was like, your last episode was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, buddy. Perhaps scarier than Man-Thing. Probably. Um, could not be any less. I do highly recommend uh, Mike's Speed Movie Podcast. It is one I've actually listened to, and I've listened to Kitchen Cat whatever no one knows what i've listened to but i find b movie if, if you like this podcast yes. i think you'd really like that because it's very much in the same vein and uh mike hayes is one of my favorite guests we have on here i love Aww. it when he's on this is one of my... or the few times i get to see him in real life this is my favorite so i highly recommend this that. is my favorite podcast to be a guest on oh well thank you oh well thanks well thank you you're, you're basically sort of our unofficial uh co-host because i think you've been on the most episodes now. suck it schulte <laughs> yeah well, that that race ended. <laughs> um, 
So thanks for tuning in for our Man Thing episode, and tune in next week for, as always, for our hilariously named mini-sode, where we'll be revealing the next uh, movie that we're torturing ourselves with. <laughs> Please, we can stop. Okay, you're gonna love it. I, I mean, I could sense the sarcasm when you said humorous. <laughs> I just almost have feelings. just got water up my nose. <laughs> this is very humorous. 